Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed out on last week's episode, you will want to take a listen as we spoke about a core principle of unconditional love and compassion. So this week, we're going to build upon those principles with positive intention. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and dive into the next core discipline for enlightened relationships, which is positive intentions. And you'll hear me reference and go back to unconditional love and compassion in this episode because positive intentions add upon and help with having and cultivating both unconditional love and compassion. So this is another thing to work on cultivating, another thing to work on creating as a discipline or a habit. We need to work on assuming, just just knowing, not even assuming, just know the positive intent because here's what it is. And I hope this will land. And in fact, I believe I ha- there was an episode earlier on with um, Dr. Mendez that she had actually brought this component up too, but I'm going to reinforce it here. When you can know that what your partner did or didn't do is not who they are. That is the difference of being on an upward spiral or downward spiral. The doer, if you will, the partner that did something, that is operating from that default human brain where they're taking action, right? So if there is an act that has offended you, No, what they did is not who they are. And who they are is that spiritual being that is perfect. It is that child of God within them. And we are all, if you recall, I've said this, spiritual beings having a human experience. And it's that humanness in all of us, that default brain that's wired for survival and and to protect, that is the doer. And who we all are, each and every one of us walking this planet, are children of God. We are spiritual beings on this journey. And when we can look beyond the humanness and the faults and the mistakes and choose love, unconditional love, and choose compassion for where someone is currently showing up, that is when change is possible and it takes time and it takes practice. I don't know if this tool or this is going to help you or not, but this is something that I do all the time throughout my day to day with my children, with my spouse, and it helps. When I can sit there and think about what my partner did and really get curious to understand the action that was taken or not taken. Was it on, were they on that upward or downward spiral? And if 
we're on that upward spiral, that really means we as an individual are are operating and are in alignment and are are one with the physical and the spiritual, right? So our spirit and our physical body are in alignment and in an alignment with God. And we are feeling that place of, of love. That is when we're on the top of the upward spiral where we're experiencing joy, empowerment, freedom, love, and appreciation for all experiences. And when we're living in that place, we are in alignment, both flesh and spirit. And it is a powerful place to live from. When we are not, and we're experiencing those downward emotions, there's definitely a discord. There's definitely something that's going on that's keeping us out of alignment. And that is not who we are. That's the human side, that default side that is operating and running a show. And for the Porter family, we have started, actually I haven't started, this has been actually years, but each of us came up with our, if you will, alter ego name. And each of my children have their names that they picked. And when I have one of them coming to me to say, mom, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that doesn't really sound like Addison, or that doesn't sound like my Aubrey, or that doesn't sound like my Jackson. I'm sorry, I have four kids. And so when they're having this moment, they're like, huh. And they'll look at me kind of weird. They're like, well, that was who it was. That's who did this. I'm like, are you sure? And I get this little look and they're like, oh, no, they were on the downward spiral, mom. And I said, so then who was that? And then they'll use their other name. I'm going to go back to my oldest. So if it was Addison who did the offending, the child that's coming to me is like, oh, that's Martha. Martha was running the show. And it helps so much to be able to delineate that default operating person compared to one that is in alignment. And it helps in being able to cultivate that compassion and being able to assume that positive intent, right? Because Addison doesn't do those things. So she's, she's really struggling. What can we do to help alleviate or elevate her state? And, and that's when it gets so exciting, you guys, because when I get to sit and hear my kids go, oh, I can go make her bed, or I could go make her school lunch, or I could go fold her clothes or put her clothes away from her. Like those acts of service that comes out of my children is amazing and it shifts the moment and it helps so much. So that altar name is huge. My children know upward spiral is their name. Downward spiral is the name that they picked. You heard me, Lindsay versus Brenda. (laughs) And my husband is fully aware of these names as well. And it just helps process the moments. So leverage it, talk about it, explain this to your kids to to teach so that they have this this awareness. I it's something that we even talk about as they come home as my children come home from their school activities and something happened. And while I don't know every single child in their classroom, I do know that what someone does is not who they are. And that is what I'm teaching my children. That is what I am cultivating in my home. And it will serve everyone. If we can start seeing, you know, the person that cut me off on my way to work or (laughs) my husband and I are different when it comes to driving, Um, but he's definitely a little bit more aggressive because I've had my son share those moments with me when he's like, whoa, you should see what dad did. (laughs) 
But when we have those moments with complete strangers, it is changing and choosing a more empowering meaning. Our brain is wired to protect us and make that survival mode. And that is why fingers are raised, words said, and that is not who the individual is. Choose a more empowerful meaning. In fact, I'm going to share this this awesome story with you. My daughter was in Girl Scouts and we had just picked up our boxes of cookies from a leader's home and we went to go gas up my car because it was, the light was on and I needed to gas it up. You know, we get into the gas station, we paid the cash to fill the tank and my daughter, as I'm filling the tank, was observing this truck and a gentleman that was filling his tank. And, you know, he, he was there was definitely something off. You know, he was having a rough moment of some sort. He got into his truck. He tossed something to get into the trash can and it missed. And then he he kind of, you know, sped off um, as we got in and we finished our filling of the tank. My daughter, my younger daughter said, mom, did you see that guy in the truck? I'm like, yeah, mom, um, he, he littered and then he was totally speeding in, in the parking lot and he, he's going to eventually go to jail. Like he's breaking the law and he's going to go to jail. So here's this cute little girl. She was seven at the time having this moment of default brain thinking, um, judging what someone's actions were and what it meant. Cause this was the thoughts that came in her mind, the story that her brain was telling her that she was entertaining. And then she just kept going with these, these thoughts and was just playing this out to this man ending up in prison. And I said to my sweet daughter, I said, you know what, Aubrey, you know, it could mean that or. What if that gentleman just got a call from his wife and they were in the children's hospital and their son was being rushed to the emergency room and she's in tears pleading for her husband to hurry and get there because she doesn't know if their son is going to make it. And she just needed her husband to be with her as she went through this experience as I'm sharing this with my daughter, and I'm sorry, because I'm feeling the emotions of what that felt like when I was explaining this to her. But my cute daughter's eyes were just filled with tears and they were streaming down her cheek. And she's like, mom, I hope he gets to that hospital so quick and make sure that their son's okay. And I said, Opry, how did that make you feel? And she said, I have so much love and compassion and I just want everyone to be okay. And I said, and how did that other thought make you feel? And she said, well, I kind of was angry and, you know, annoyed and just, you know, I didn't really like those feelings. And I said, that's the point. We can choose more empowering meanings that allows the power of love to flow. And her eyes just lit up and she's like, mom, That's what I'm going to work on doing. That's what I'm choosing. I'm going to look for those empowering meanings. So it keeps me in that place of love. And I share this story with you guys, not to pat my back, you know, in a good mama moment, but to share how our thoughts work. And we need to be the guardian of them because they are not the truth in all things.
And we need to start to an extent when we're having or not choosing to have that positive intention, we need to start doubting our thoughts, doubting the meaning we're assigning something, doubting our story we're telling ourselves, and not doubt our partners, our spouse, our children, the relationships that you are wanting to cultivate and make stronger. Doubt the meanings, the story, not the person. Go and assume with positive intent. Okay, um, I'm going to wrap this up with this whole life experience that we are all having is about progress. It is not about perfection. And the first step into progress is having the awareness. So you guys all have had and received a greater awareness. And I'm going to keep it on the thought process for the call to action this week. I really want you to observe yourself and in those moments where you are being triggered based on a situation that's going on and trying to cultivate more love and compassion in those moments. And sometimes, and I'm not kidding you, and I'm speaking from my own experiences, sometimes that love that I can offer in that moment when I know I'm not being my best self, my best version of myself is to not say anything. And that restraint on my side is just showing how much I love the relationships that I have and how I'm wanting to strengthen them. Because when I'm in a better state, I can see things a lot more clearly and really process through what was really going on and not the story or the meaning I was giving it. So call to action is being aware of those moments where you are putting conditions on the love you have for your partner or your children. Observe it, see it. At this point, I'm not asking you to do anything different other than maybe practice that restraint of keeping the mouth closed so that you are building a relationship up and not tearing it down. Okay. I'm going to just say this last thing because this came to me and it popped into my head. We live in a world where there is so much tearing down. And I, I know that this is true for everyone. So we have our thoughts like in moments when I have not shown up my best or forgot something, I am I am beating myself up. And, and this is what I'm wanting to share with you. There is enough tearing down, even the self tear down. And I sit and I look at my children when they've had a struggle and they are already feeling that remorse or that, wow, I really messed up. That is the time that I need to stand stand up for them, show more love and show that you're making progress because now you have this awareness, but not go into the teardown that they are already doing on themselves. So think about that in those moments when you're wanting to, I want to say rant and rave, but maybe that's not the right thing to say. But when you are in those moments where you are triggered and that's the feelings that are coming out and you just want to go off on whomever the person is, you know, the face in front of you is, that is not the time. Build them up. Build them up with love as your driving force. Okay, I have gone on way too long, so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I am sending you all so much love. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.